0: Good morning, Rabotai. We are continuing what we spoke about last time about uh, rice on Pesach. We also want to speak about different customs that people had in Morocco about not eating certain things. And here, it really depends on every family on their own. For example, there were many in Morocco that didn't eat hummus, that didn't eat chickpeas, in the city of of uh, of Meknes, as well as the north of Spain, they did eat chickpeas, but in many places in Morocco they didn't. And one of the reasons, uh, in Shelutu Ma'im Chaim of Rabbi Yosef Mesas in Chelek Bet Siman Mem writes that they say a reason because chametz sounds like the word in Arabic which is. Which is, sounds like Chametz. And he says, if that's the reason, he says, tampagumhu. It's a, it's a bad reason, he says. Just because of that, they should stay away from it. The truth is, I saw others write that, that the reason is because there, the, the hummus was next to the flower, and that's why they kept away. Either way, uh, there's a story that brought down in the Sefer Israel, Minag Israel Torah, from, uh, I'm sorry, Israel Sabakadisha, Kadisha, page 362 in the title Minag Israel Torah, that once Rabbi Yaakov had by him a Jew that came and asked him, Harav, can we prepare chamin on Shabbat? Can we prepare the schenah on Shabbat? on Shabbat of Pesach? Could we have chamin on Pesach? So Rabbi Yaakov told him, yes, of course. You're allowed to have schenah on Pesach. Just you have to make sure you don't put obviously anything that's not allowed, right? You can have potatoes and whatever else. And, uh, and he held at the beginning also, you're allowed to have chickpeas. So this Jew cooks a whole schina with wheat and with hummus inside. So he comes to Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says, I don't understand, how could you have done this? Is chametz on Pesach. He says, no, I asked you chamin, and you said chamin, I'm allowed. So Rabbi Aakov told saw because of this, you have to be so careful, he took it as, as, a, as, as a sign that not only... Not only, uh, not only we should not allow, you know, uh, uh, things like rice, but also, also, hummus should not be allowed. And, he t- and, and this is, this is one of the, the cases that I know in Morocco. But, al-Kulpanim, if a person doesn't know his family's custom, what he's allowed to do, what he's not allowed to do, he could rely on the Ila al that hummus is allowed. He could rely, rely on the ikara lacha. If his family's custom is, is, to, is to not eat khubus, so if he wants to do a nidarim, this is different than what we spoke of yesterday. Yesterday we spoke about that if a whole community keeps something, it's a very big question to do a nidarim. Here it's a particular family, it's more lenient. And one would be allowed to do a tarat nidarim. Whether one should do a tarat nidarim why should somebody have to change? There's enough stuff on the market. He has to start looking for different things. So, to every family has their minhagim. So, some, some, some Babassali was very machmir. in his in his family, they didn't even have sugar because the sugar used to have the arovit in it. Each per each each places have, have their have their minhagim. Some didn't have 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 dried food only had, had only had fresh uh, fresh vegetables, so because of this, each person has to know what his family's custom is, but they don't have to look actively for it, and as long as they don 't know, they could rely on lakha, that it could be mutar